1: Uh, welcome to the
2: show. It is Bowerly News Radio nine thirty W B E N. Uh, as you know, we've done a number of shows on the uh, proposed ban on natural uh, natural gas appliances, and uh, I just I want you to know that the uh, the big shots at National Fuel, in response to the overwhelming number of calls to this radio station and to this program about and against the ban of natural gas appliances are refusing to come on this program. So let me just get this straight. Your business is under a frontal blitzkrieg from the government of New York State. And national fuel gas executives, you refuse to come on the show to defend yourselves. You refuse to come on the show and talk with your customers. You are going to be steamrolled by New York State and you're not even going to put up a whimper. This, I know a little something about public relations, okay? Um, and uh, National Fuel, you are dropping the ball so badly. I think it is a damned shame. It's an outrage. It is pathetic. It is, frankly, beyond words that you would refuse the opportunity to come on this show and talk about the natural gas appliance ban in New York State. It affects your business, your paychecks, your employees, your future, and you refuse to come on to talk about that? That is absolutely, it's just plain stupid. Stupid is as stupid does. Mama always said. So I just want to let you know where national fuel is and all this because uh, I thought we might be able to get somebody high up in uh, national fuel to come on the program and talk to us about it but they are refusing to come on the show it's um, it's asinine it's it's it, all I can tell you is wow you know what I, I I got nothing I got nothing it's just such a huge part of life in corporate America is PR, public relations. And National Fuel is absolutely abysmal at it. Almost makes me want to support going all electric. That's how, that's how upset I am about that. So uh, National Fuel says no to coming on the show. I'm trying to think of any other business under an assault by government that uh, does not want to come on and defend itself. Now, back during the COVID lockdowns, every restaurant person I talked to, except one, was more than willing to come on the show to talk about the effect the closings and the various restrictions were having on their businesses. We had a number of restaurant people on. One person said no. Haven't haven't been there since. So anyway, it's uh, it's just uh, it, I I got I got nothing. Sometimes you're left. <sighs> Sometimes, yes, folks, even as a radio talk show host, you don't have the words to properly describe the depths of stupidity of a business, an organization, or an individual. And this is one of the times where I lack the requisite verbal skills to even begin to describe my frustration with national fuel gas and its laissez-faire approach to being blitzed by New York State. I, 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 there's just Sometimes there just aren't the words. Sometimes you just don't know what to say. You just throw your hands up in the air and say, all righty then, moving on. So I uh, want to move on to this. This is something that has uh, come up uh, in a tertiary or secondary way on the program in, uh, in recent weeks. Uh, it's something, you, you know, you, you hear this periodically uh, whenever New York State, and, and by the way, the uh, vaccine mandate for healthcare workers uh, is, is not going on right now in New York State, but New York State is not allowing the workers who were fired because they refused to be vaccinated to come back to work, even though there's a healthcare staffing shortage. If somebody can explain to me the logic, there is no logic. It is simply out of spite, and they are out. They're acting out of spite. Because you refused to be jabbed, you refused to be poked. Yes, those of you in healthcare who, during COVID, were regarded as the night, uh, as the white knights on a beautiful stallion, riding into battle with COVID, brave warrior heroes of healthcare. The minute you said, "Yeah, you know what? I, I don't want the vaccine for myself. Thank you very much," you became persona non grata uh, in New York State. In your healthcare facility, and because you did not acquiesce, because you did not surrender your body's territorial integrity to New York State, New York State will not allow you to work in healthcare in New York State. That is what I would call a very—it's—it's uh, it's petty, it's fiendish, it's totally a power play. Uh, they just want to establish a precedent for the future that when you defy New York state and its edicts that even if those edicts change since you chose to defy what the state said you must do right it, it is just so petty it is just it is just again laying the groundwork for future control of you that's what it is about future control of you so you'll know The next time New York State says, you must do X or you will lose your job, that you will do X, because even if X is overturned, you're still not going to be able to get a job in New York State. And they wonder why people are leaving New York State. Um, I have a very simple question to start off the program for you. And you can answer it any way you want to answer it. But is um, it, ha, has New York State become unlivable to you and your family? Ha, has New York State become unlivable to you and your family? And do you plan on staying in New York State for the long term? 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. We know all about the mass exodus of people from New York State. Typically, well, many of them end up in Florida and places like that. But uh, are you on the cusp of leaving New York State? And one of the ironic things about the COVID pandemic is it taught people that they don't have to live in New York State to work in New York State. Now, I've made the point previously that uh, in this particular business, there are a number of people that you hear on the radio in Buffalo who are not in Buffalo. Okay, They're on the radio in Buffalo, but they're not actually physically in Buffalo. And this has been going on now for mm, many, many years. Um, and there's nothing unusual about it. But as far as uh, people, you in other lines of human endeavor, you now may have discovered you don't have to go to the office downtown Buffalo to work. You could work from Timbuktu if you wanted to. It's not – remote working has really taken off. And it's taken off to the point where you, uh, many of you, are resisting the idea that you should go back to a 9-to-5 job In the office in Amherst, the office in Buffalo, Cheektawaga, West Seneca, wherever. You don't need to physically be there. So for those of you who have always wanted to move out of New York State, but you were worried about your job. You were worried about, well, where am I going to find work that pays the money I'm making now down in North Carolina or down in Texas or down in Florida? Well, that no longer is a concern, as long as your employer allows remote working, which, again, seems to be the wave of the present and the wave of the future. Um, You have more mobility now than you have ever had before. But there are always personal considerations that you have to consider before you seriously contemplate and act on any. Desire to move. Each and every one of you listening to this program right now, you are constrained in some way. You might have older parents. You might be taking care of older parents. You may have kids in school and you don't want to disrupt their routine. It's a very disruptive thing to take a kid out of elementary school or middle school or high school and have them start all over again in a different place altogether. you got to start at the bottom of the social hierarchy. No longer are you top dog. Now you're the new kid in town. And that's difficult. Many of you have spouses. Maybe you have the way totally clear. You don't have any constraints or constrictions on you whatsoever. But your spouse does. And obviously, unless you want to go ahead and get divorced, which can be very expensive... Um, you are basically tied to New York State. Even the Amish are talking about getting out of New York State because they say they feel religiously persecuted for a number of reasons. Um, I don't know what the Hasidic Jews are going to do because during COVID they were the subject of, I think, extreme religious persecution. And there's a large uh, community of Hasidic Jews in the New York City metropolitan area. Perhaps Miami will have an influx of Hasidic Jews. By the way, there are uh, like 2.2 million Jews in the United States, 2.2 million. What's interesting is those who are younger Jews tend to be more orthodox or even Hasidic or even more orthodox than the Hasidic uh, than the older Jews. And they tend to be more red as opposed to blue the newer Jews that are being born uh, into this world. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, New York City, over the course of the next 10, 20 years, sees a major decrease in the number of Jews who live in New York as the younger Jews become middle-aged Jews and say, you know, I'm feeling religiously persecuted in New York State. It's uh, time to move on. That's what the Amish are apparently planning to do. They're planning a mass exodus to Pennsylvania and Ohio. And uh, I don't know what the local Amish are going to do down in the, um, the Gowanda area, very large contingent of Amish. 803-0930, star 930, one 616 wben Do you and New York State have a future together? How long is that future And what is the breaking point when it comes to your divorce from New York State? Because that's what it basically is. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Sue in Hamburg, you are on WBEN. What is your relationship like with New York State, and is it going to last?
1: Well, first of all, I am a nurse, and I did have to get the vaccine, and I was not happy about it. Fortunately... I just got the two doses, and then I didn't have to get the booster, Uh, but that was a a precursor for my job. But the thing that would really put me off of New York State is it could become totally unlivable if they push the electric everything. Because here in western New York, we have severe winters. Electric heating and electric cars are not going to cut it for us. We really need natural gas.
2: No, then, then it becomes then it becomes a matter of life and death. I happen to believe that over a thousand people would have died during the last blizzard had they not have access to natural gas.
1: Exactly, exactly. I mean, I mean, there are people that use natural gas for gas fireplaces, and you know, even you know, you're not supposed to use your stove for for heating. But if it were that or nothing at all, well, you know, I mean. It's just, no, it's ridiculous. I mean, I really hope they don't force this. Supposedly it's just a new construction right now, but how long before? And then, you know... Appliances, you know, we're gonna have to, we're all gonna have to get two twenty lines when our appliances die. You know, it, it just makes no sense. Upgrade our electrical system.
2: Right, they're not you gonna know? come in and confiscate what you've got, but when what you've got dies, you're not gonna have a choice. You will buy if you buy in New York State. And and again, I, I have this feeling that New York State, being New York State, is going to uh, make it pretty much impossible for anybody who's licensed to do business in New York State to hook up a gas appliance that you might have bought in Ohio or Pennsylvania, just like they do with veterinarians who uh, were to declaw a cat, of all things, in New York State. They face uh, severe fines. I think New York State would do the same thing with people who install gas appliances after 2030. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, that's,
1: that's just insane. I mean, you know, in our with our climate it, it can't be done properly you know it's not during the winter it's just too severe well, and, and the
2: cost you know, we've talked about this you know we've talked about this before love but uh, the idea that uh, oh how do I how do I say this even if we upgrade our electrical grid in New York State mm-hmm. um, it's still no match for Mother Nature because Mother Nature can come in here with a blizzard like we just had. And uh, doesn't matter how good your electric grid is, Mother Nature is going to do what Mother Nature is going to do.
1: Exactly. And if they want to, if they want to go all electric, then they need to follow the example of like Germany, for example, and put all the electrical lines underground. You know, if they're not willing to put that, and then how much are they, is it going to cost the taxpayers if they do do that? Because you know they're not going to subsidize it.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, it sounds like whatever you got in the microwave is done. Oh no, that's my car I'm no. driving. <laughs> All right. Well have have fun nursing and thank you for what you do. Oh, thank you. All right, Sue in Hamburg. Um your relationship with New York State, is it a permanent marriage or is it heading toward the rocks? Is it heading toward divorce? And why? Eight oh three O nine thirty star nine thirty one eight hundred six one six WBEN. Uh, Tom in um, Hamilton, uh, Ontario, Canada, with a thought. Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, I presume. Uh, Tom, you're on WBEN. Hi, how are you? Sir. Uh,
3: I just wanted to say everything you're saying is 100% true with uh, all, all your shows I've called in before. Uh, it's all about control. Everything is about controlling everything. That top people are running the, the lower rungs of the ladder. The 1% is running the world. The WEF, is it's all part of their agenda. They don't care about people. They don't care about people dying. They're not going to come out and show it. It's about dividing people, uh, control the media. The World Economic Forum is not elected, and yeah, they're making all the decisions for the whole world, and this is part of their agenda. Getting rid of people, you know, next thing is going to be food. It's already on the 2023 WEF. It's right on their website. You know, it's going to be food shortage. Let's not sell fertilizer. Well, guess what? There's no food. It's not about leaving New York. It's going to be the next thing. Divide people, let them die off, and we don't care about them. We just want less people in the world because there's more control. So it's not just about moving from New York. It's about control. That's all it is. Uh,
2: All right. Thank you very much. And uh, you can look up the uh, World Economic Forum online if you'd like to. And while what he said might have sounded far out there, it's not really far out there. I've mentioned this before, but one of the old slogans from the World Economic Forum, these are the people who are advocating the Great Reset. These are the people who are not exactly pro-capitalist because uh, they've got all the money in the world and you're never going to be a part of their club. They're the people who famously said, you will own nothing and be happy. Make no mistake about it. There is a fundamental assault on the way you and your family live in the future. And it is being engineered, not by the top 1%, but by the top 1 100th of 1%. They belong to a club. It does not matter if you have a net worth in the tens of millions of dollars. You're still not a part of their club. They are the super elite. They are the super rich, the super powerful. And they travel to Switzerland in their multiple private jets. They own multiple giant yachts. And their goal is to lecture you on why you need to reduce your carbon footprint in the epic display of hypocrisy. So, caller says that even if you live, uh, even if you leave New York State, um, you're still not going to escape their clutches. Well, maybe, maybe not. I mean, there's always Russia. It is 2:27 uh, at News Radio 930 W B E N. It is Bowerly, Your relationship with New York State. Is it a good, solid marriage, or is it hit the rocks and you're looking for a divorce lawyer? In other words, a moving company. 803-0930, star 930, one 616 wben
0: Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
1: Listen to every
2: MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League Home Run Leader. All right, welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN taking your pulse on uh, your relationship, not with your significant other, but uh, with New York State. Is it a long term relationship or are you looking for a divorce? When do you think the divorce is going to happen? What's holding you back right now from the divorce? Um, a lot of people. I mean, this is, uh, this is a conversation that uh, comes up quite a bit uh, among people I know. And uh, everybody would like to, but everybody's got constraints. Everybody's got restrictions. Personal, business, health, everybody's got a restriction. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Yeah, that's the topic, uh, Josh. That's not not line three. That's not the topic. Uh, Let's go to, uh, let's see. Uh, Randy in Forestville Randy, you are
4: on WBEN Hello Good afternoon, Tom Hey, touch on a couple of things that you mentioned uh, The Amish I live out here in rural Chautauqua County Most of my friends are Amish I work with them constantly And I've had multiple
1: Amish friends Move
4: to Pennsylvania Oh, time out, dude I'm, I'm, lo- I'm losing you there oh, You there? Yeah, now, now yeah, don't move <laughs> Yeah. So I have multiple Amish friends uh, that's primarily who I work with all day, every day, are the Amish. Uh, And I have multiple Amish friends who have moved to Pennsylvania very specifically because of property taxes. If you have an Amish farm that might be 80 or 100 acres, they get wrecked by property taxes. They don't use our schools. They don't use very many services whatsoever. But in one One case, a guy I know is paying like twenty grand a year in property taxes. Well, if you're a subsistence farmer, twenty grand in property taxes is just not—you know—it's silly. And he moved to Pennsylvania. So, what is he paying in Pennsylvania? About nine hundred for a similar
2: farm. Oh my goodness! So the the property taxes are driving the Amish out. I mean, what's featured in this one article I read from the Hudson Valley Post is uh, religious persecution.
4: Uh, well, again, I'm like I said, my closest friends are Amish at this point, and you know they they're very clear. They won't follow. Like for, I guess in in our local community, there's approximately ten thousand Amish here in the Western New York region. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, I only know of one Amish man who died from COVID. Out of ten thousand, they have zero vaccines for anything ever. They just it's against their religion. They don't get vaccinated. They wore zero masks, they had uh, weddings, they had funerals, anything they wanted to do, they just did it just like always, and they got COVID just like everybody else. One lady, they laughed like hell, she's like 104 years old, and she got COVID, she was in the hospital, she was in bad shape when she came out of it. They uh, they asked her, you know, she talking about it, she says, huh, she had the Spanish flu when she was a child, he goes, well, that's the second pandemic I lived through. Interesting. Well, I mean, people either
2: love or hate the Amish. I mean, there doesn't seem to be much middle ground with uh, the Amish, obviously, if you work with them all the time. I think we know where you stand. But property taxes. Now, how about you, Randy? What is your relationship with New York State? Is it cozy? You uh, fat, dumb, and happy? Or uh, are you thinking about maybe, yeah, you know, there are greener pastures on the horizon?
4: Well, unfortunately, everybody that knows me probably knows I'm a bit fat, dumb, and happy, but... <laughs> Wish I weren't quite so fat, dumb, and happy, but no, I I live here by choice, but due to the nature of my business, I'm in real estate. For me to try to liquidate everything that we've built a lifetime, I'm your age, be sixty in July, for me to try to move at this point in my life would be just it would put my life into turmoil. It'd be nearly impossible. But my son, who has a PhD in microbiology, he's an immunologist. My daughter-in-law, who has a Ph.D. in biochemistry, they both live in Wisconsin, obviously, that they're together, and they thought about moving back to New York, but the, and, and they were never big on guns. They just weren't gun people until all the Black Lives Matter stuff, and they watched all the chaos in Madison. Yeah, I'm sorry, Randy, I,
2: I got to let you go because your phone just, I'm sorry, it just keeps going in and out. Uh, weren't big guns people until Black Lives Matter, and uh, then they saw the destruction in Madison and decided they were. Well, New York State is is not a place to move for anything like um, uh, gun freedom. And I'll tell you what, what's very discouraging is, back in 2013, we had this giant rally in Albany, people opposed to NY SAFE, and what did it accomplish? Absolutely nothing. And here we are, 10 years after the protest against NYSAFE, and New York's gun laws are more restrictive than they were back then. New York State is standing up against a United States Supreme Court decision. Um, So as far as guns are concerned, New York State is one of the most restrictive in the entire United States, and it gets more restrictive by the day. And it's also frustrating that no matter how many protests there are, no many, how many court challenges there seem to be, uh, New York State always gets its way. And its way is to make gun ownership unaffordable. And I say that because the training that you have to go through uh, puts getting a permit out of the reach of a lot of people in New York State. I've said this many occasions, but it's interesting how making people have ID to vote is somehow financially discriminatory, toward people who look a certain way, but uh, making the classes, the number of hours they are, uh, thus making the cost of the classes astronomically higher than they presently are, uh, that's not discriminatory. It's a really weird um, pretzel logic that they're uh, using to steal a term. Uh, What is your relationship with New York State? Is it going to be a long-term marriage in which you are happy, or do you believe that uh, there might be a better suitor out there. Is there a hotter babe or a hotter dude state out there waiting for you? Has New York State become unlivable? Or is New York State where you were born, you will live and you will die? 803-0930, star 930, one 616 wben Steve in uh, Hamburg, you are on. Hello.
3: Uh, hello Tom um, yeah I'll be I'll be leaving New York State I unfortunately had to put it off but I plan to leave in April of uh, 2024 uh, but I really sort of became done with the state and it wasn't just that but the you know when they were cheering about uh, partial birth abortions that was it for me you know because I actually support abortion having the right to an abortion you know, Things happen, but that was just too far. And you take that along with everything else that goes on in this state, and it's just time to go elsewhere. And for me, that's going to be South Dakota. Rapid City area, it's beautiful. Yeah, is it perfect? No, nothing
2: is perfect. But they tend to listen to the voters a little bit more there. Um, Very interesting. Now, what happens in April 24? Well, I take my uh, my
3: longevity bonus and my pension from the state of New York. I was going to do it in April 23, but with inflation the way it is, I've decided to work another year to pad my pension a little
2: bit. And that, pens- that pension money is going to be sent in- spent in uh, South Dakota. Have you ever been to uh, Rapid City? Oh, I've been going
3: through Rapid City uh, last summer. I spent five days at Custer State Park, and three of those days were spent with Realtors. And uh, I've been stopping out there each year. I go out to visit my son in San Diego for the last seven years.
2: So, what is your family? The last five what is your years, family? Or five years, I go every every year. What What is your family situation? Are you married? You have a wife. You've got to make sure she's happy. Uh, what's the story there?
3: Well, you see that's what's good. I'm I'm in a position in my life. My the only thing that was keeping me to Buffalo in Buffalo was my mother who passed away last year. My uh, youngest son lives in San Diego. My oldest son lives up in the Adirondacks. Neither one of them planned to leave where they're at. And that's one of the good things about San Diego. It's a 2-day drive to San Diego and it's a 2-day drive to
2: the Adirondacks. You you can drive from Buffalo to San Diego in two days. No, no, from South Dakota. It's I was going to say days. that's an that's an awful lot of caffeine. It's an awful lot of no, uh, can, pills. I can do that
3: drive from Buffalo to San Diego in about sixty one hours, though.
2: That's my best time. Wow, interesting. Well, I was watching my ex wife come back from. Uh, grand canyon i couldn't believe how quickly she was able to make her way back to buffalo uh it's just not a drive i'd be willing to make anytime real soon Uh, okay very interesting so rapid city south dakota is going to see you you're going to work for another year you don't have a wife now are you concerned at all about being older and having no one around to assist you in the event you need assistance well
3: i i take this view on my life that uh when I get to that point where I feel that I can't take care of myself, then I take
2: care of myself. Um, all right, that, that, that's fair enough. I, I understand that. Um, you don't wish you to know. be a, don't wish to be a burden to anybody. I mean, I wouldn't tell that to too many people, but uh, I, you know, I, I, I get it.
3: Yeah. Well, the other thing is, is see, I view going out there as the last adventure of my life.
2: Who's talking in the background? Oh, I'm at work, and then
3: there's people outside my office door.
2: Oh, okay. I was going to say, I, I, <laughs> I wonder if it was a, a lady in your life who might be surprised about the fact that she's going to Rapid City, South Dakota. Um, very interesting call, uh, Steve. Thank you uh, very much. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. All right. The relationship you have with New York State, is it— uh, Maybe you came here from elsewhere, and it's a fling, and this is a this is like a rest stop in your life. Maybe you were born and raised here. Do you plan on dying here? Do you believe that New York State has become unlivable? Or for you, you love New York. You've got the bumper sticker and the license plate to prove that you love New York. Well, down in Florida in the late '80s, there was a big bumper sticker: "If you." Love New York with the heart symbol. Take I-95 North. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to Mike in Arlington, Texas on WBEN. Mike, you are on. And uh, I can't really ask you the question. I guess I can ask you the question. Are you divorced from New York State? Um,
5: I guess you could say I'm estranged because I'm there quite regularly, but I left. Ooh, it's been like 25 years. I'm a little older than you, but I'm a, young, I'm a young 56. I know you're like a young 50, I guess. We're all around the same, but I'm around the same as you. I left after college. I have four sisters, two brothers. My parents are all up there. Uh, three nieces, two nephews, and uh, I'm telling you, Tom, I, I think the only thing New York upstate's got going for it right now is dashes, good fishing, and cheap insurance. Um it's pretty grim. It's um it's it's the worst I've seen it. I've I've done a lot of Texas bashing and a lot of New York bashing over the last twenty five years. I'm an equal opportunity employer and I've never been more happy than to be in Texas right now than everything, especially that's transpired the last three years. It's it's pretty bad.
2: Pretty well, okay. Bad. First of all, uh, what what led to your divorce originally from New York State? Did you catch it sleeping with Vermont or New Hampshire? Uh,
5: no, no. I graduated from Buff State, and I was dating this girl at the time, and we were both graduates of Buff State. Didn't know her at school, and uh, she couldn't find a decent job. I couldn't find a decent job. Um, you know, we're making thirty grand a year up there, something like that back then, maybe less. Um, with college degrees. And um, I said, I'm going to Texas. You want to come? I don't know anybody there. She's like, okay. And and I'm here now. It was a long time ago and, you know, a few lives ago, but uh, I'm up there regularly. I was just up there. i um, just this past week. I, I came in, I, I flew out on the morning nonstop. Uh, they have a nonstop between Buffalo and DFW every day, at least real early in the morning. So I flew out Sunday before the game back here. And um, I was uh, usually when I come home, I grab a couple of Nova pizzas. You know, I've lived on the west side when I went to Buff State. And um, I have never seen the, the Grant Ferry area look worse than it looks right now. It looks like a war zone. And I travel pretty extensively. I see a lot of poverty out there. It, it's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's, I would say it, it, it's the worst in the United States, it rivals, you know, like the East shore of uh, Lake Michigan over when you get over East of Chicago and, and, and that it's bad. It's bad. I mean, I, I, I just, it breaks my heart because, you know, I, I grew up there. I spent 30 years of my life there and, you know, my, and out of all my big family, only, you know, my one sister and one niece has left and my one niece just recently left. So, and I, I don't think anyone else is going to leave and uh tell me why
2: did your why did your niece leave
5: um she she had had it she's 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 in her 20s late 20s i believe
2: but had it with what uh, she's she's had it with what specifically
5: well with just you know the opportunity just freedom type things you know just the the whole the things that you you whine about and Talk about, you know, on, on a daily basis, you know, just just with, you know, with, with everything, you know, just the whole po- political climate, the economics of it, uh, everything. And so she's happily now in the Tampa area. You know, she, she hasn't been there all that long, maybe not even a year. I don't think she's been down there. And she went by herself. And um, so far, so good. You know, she's making money, and she's doing better than she ever was doing in, in the Buffalo area. So uh, we'll see what happens. Well, Tampa's, I mean, a
2: good place. Tampa's a good place to be single. Uh, there's a lot of uh, opportunities down there for both men yeah. and women in, uh, in Tampa. So more power to her. Hey, you said something earlier. You've done your share yeah. of New York bashing. You've done your share yes, of Texas bashing. Yeah. What, what do you yeah. bash in Texas? I mean, you're living in a place that um, many people would yeah. like to go to.
5: Absolutely. And, you know, it's not like your last caller said, you know, every place says its fault And, you know, I would get on things down here. Now, I, I will be honest with you. You know, the, the I call it the pandemic. Um, you know, I always consider myself my whole life, you know, growing up in New York. I was always left of center, moderate conservative Democrat. Now, the, the, what happened with COVID and everything completely opened my eyes and swung my my politics completely 180 i'm 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 right right now and um you know so i've i've done a lot of bashing you know just typical things that you know that that that, you know you hear about texas and you hear about new york you know like you know uh you know I, i would get on the texans down here how they hunt in uh ranches that have fences around them and you know and when you're from upstate new york you know, as you know, we walk into the woods and we hunt, you know what I mean? stuff like that, you know, and other stuff, you know, just, uh, you know, politics and all that. But and, and, you know, and it's made me be able to see things in perspective to be able to almost live half my life in one place and half the other. I still have more time in, in the Buffalo area than I have here, but in another five years, I'll be
2: equal. <laughs> Wow, you're bi It's very interesting. Yes, Uh I am bi-stateal. Uh, yes. Now, uh-huh. Uh, but uh, no, I I find this this interesting. Now, uh, Texas uh, also. I mean, we think of Texas as being this uh, conservative red bastion state, but uh, the city of Austin, last I checked, oh, oh, is extremely all, left-wing. Oh,
0: it's
5: oh, it's it's as far to the left as you can get. I, I mean, you'll never see more Teslas. Anywhere than in Austin. Now, where I live, I live in Tarrant County, which is in the DFW area, which we're red, but not by a lot, but we're pretty red, you know, unless you go into some other areas. Now, Dallas, Dallas is blue. Houston, Harris County, you're probably familiar with that gentleman that uh, defended himself after the guy robbed everyone in the taco place that made national news in the last few weeks. They're trying to to stick it to him. Have you seen that?
2: No, I have not. Usually I'm up on taco places.
5: Yeah, you, you just google it. Matt Harris County shooting. Um a, a gentleman went in, believe it or not, with a, with a fake gun and uh, uh, everyone threw their wallets out and everything and as he was walking by the one gentleman that he robbed, he pulled out his concealed pistol and shot the guy dead. And now they're trying to the they're trying to put them believe it or not in Texas, but again, it's Harris County which is the city of Houston is all run by Democrats. Um, They're trying to stick it to them. I don't know if they're going to be successful. I hope not, because as you know, you know, they're saying, oh, his back was turned. He was walking out. Yeah, he robbed everyone. And what do those people do sometimes? Don't mercy kill you on the way out after they got your wallet. You know what I mean? So, well, if he, sh- if he uh, shot know, him
2: in the back, if he shot him in the back, that kind of changes the whole dynamic of it, because the whole principle of self-defense is based on if I didn't shoot him, he would have shot me first. So it's hard to make that argument if you shoot somebody in the back.
5: No, it, it, it's a tough one. Because it, it is. So I don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, it's it, it, the thing is kind of out the window. Um, you know, if you're in Texas, cause we, we got the castle doctrine down here. If, 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 if anyone even re- remotely tries to come into your home or anything, you no questions asked. I mean, you defend you, your property and all that. But, uh, you know, like in New York, you know, I'd, I'd be fearful because you know, I have a friend up there. I was just up there last week and, you know, he, he, he got his uh, he just got his. Uh, concealed carry and uh he was telling me the process and it was as unbelievable and I, I would literally be afraid to carry a gun in new york <laughs> uh
2: and with with good reason because uh you know you i mean there, there are so many restrictions now and as i've said uh despite thousands of people showing up in albany to protest at ny safe new york's gun laws are more stringent now than they were then so the protest amounted to absolutely nothing uh, just yeah. got worse. Uh thank you very yeah. much Mike in Arlington, Texas. Yeah. Nice uh talking to you, Tom. Yeah, in- interesting call. Interesting call. Yeah, but um typically you shoot somebody in the back, you're just kind of asking for trouble because it's hard to make the argument that uh well, it was him or me uh when his back was turned. Um but the best thing you can ever do if you ever find yourself in a situation where you use deadly physical force, don't say a word to the cops. Say absolutely nothing to the cops. You simply say, I would like legal counsel please. It's all you say. I want my lawyer. That's all you say. You say nothing else. You don't lock yourself into a story. And when the police use deadly physical force, first thing they ask for is their PBA rep. So that should give you an example of what you should do in the God forbid you ever have to use deadly physical force category. Uh, it is uh, coming up on 257 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Going to continue this for a little while. Your relationship with New York State. Pretend it's a marriage. Is it a happy marriage or are you looking for a divorce? Eight oh three oh nine thirty. And on what grounds would you like the divorce? Um, mutually irreconcilable differences? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media
5: and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears?